0: This is a Handshake Agency podcast.
1: Welcome to That Sucks. Presented by Handshake Agency. My name is Troy. I'm Dan. You tried to get me, didn't you?
0: I did. You were mid-sip of coffee.
1: And you just dove right into it. I,
0: hope- I, still, I don't like this dilly-dallying, you know? Dilly-dallying? I just want to get to the point. Get to the topic. All right. Every, people have been waiting two weeks to hear us talk. Big plans How for are Halloween? How you? I don't care.
1: Big plans for Halloween?
0: Uh, Yeah. Like, of course, Halloween always goes off in, in my life. Love it. Big happy uh, favourite holiday. Is it really? No, not really. I don't care. I think we're, we're, we
1: discussed Halloween last Halloween with our, like, shitty costumes, crappy treats episode. That's but right. the real horror show right now is your latest Instagram obsession.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, look, I can't help it, but everyone thinks it's really weird, but, um, I mean, I sent it to you the other day, but for everyone out there, um, I've just been watching heaps of, like, dental surgery videos on Instagram. Like, specifically on Instagram. I haven't been searching them out otherwise, but, like- They
1: came to you in your suggested feed, right? Yeah,
0: in, like, the explore bit. I I get lots of random stuff, and, um- yeah, so I was watching all these dental surgery videos. Like, I've never had a root canal. I've never had any of that stuff because I've got, like, really good teeth. I had fillings not only, like, a few months ago for the first time in my life. Maybe in that's how 33 years
1: entered your suggested.
0: Maybe, but, like- it's really gross, but it's kind of like, oh, that's how they do it. You know what I mean? You ever see those videos, you're like, oh. Yeah,
1: but like, so you wait, do you like it because it's so like, oh. No, it's interesting.
0: I'm like, oh, that's cool.
1: But it's like, they're like drilling into teeth and like chipping yeah. away at teeth. They're not my teeth though. You put it You put it on Facebook and what was the response that you're like, I'm digging this. Oh,
0: people thought it was gross, but it's like, you know, there was one gross one where there was, I think it was like a polyp or something. So it's like a bit of gum, it, The way what it looks like. I don't really know, even know what a polyp is. But it like there was like a big gaping hole in this <laughs> tooth, and it, what it looked like is that some gum had grown into the tooth.
1: Gum? Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay, I got you. So they
0: had to like uh, remove the bit of gum, and they were just kind of like they cut it out, and they were like spinning it around, and then they pulled that out. Ugh. Um, and then I guess they filled it. Do you know what I watched yesterday? Though this is why I like the new thing that I'm into. Oh no. Um, uh, <laughs> it was. You know what? I'm going to find the exact name of it because it'll make you laugh.
1: Hang on. I mean, I probably think that- What do you think I'm going to tell you about? Oh, no, no. I was about to say these these videos, because uh, if you haven't gathered by the title of the episode or the description, we're talking about horror movies and things like that. But I think that this sounds more disgusting and terrifying than any horror what I, you, I researched. Uh,
0: what do you think about when I say Dr. Booger Picker?
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> Gross! What in the fuck?
0: <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's um, because the same deal. It came up on Instagram, uh, but the video was a hell tease because it was like, some have you have you seen the the pimple popper ones?
1: Uh, no, I mean I know. Oh, those exist, are, those are
0: also like awesome. And I've watched a bunch of those. And people were taking stuff out of ears. It's Ooh. like, oh, what's, what could be in the ear? But the um, wax, the disgusting, one,
1: disgusting wax.
0: Yeah, it's all hard and gross. The booger one was um, someone had something that looked like it was coming out of their nose and someone, so it was like, you know, someone just standing there and then there's a doctor or someone with some tweezers and masked up. They're just like trying to like pull this thing out of the nose, but the video ends before it comes out. So you don't know what it is. So my (laughs) reaction was to go, well, I want to see what that's all about. So I went to uh, YouTube and I typed it in and I watched some um, Dr. Booger uh, picker videos um, what do you pull out of the nose? Oh, like, it's just its just exactly what it sounds like. It's just, like, snot and boogers and stuff. But they're, like, uh, um, I'm going to sh- actually just, I'm going to show you. There's a 46-second video that you don't have me, to, like, live react to. But I'm just right. going to show this to you now.
1: Let me, let's let let me let's, let's just preface this segment by this. This is effectively a mini That Sucks episode.
0: Yeah, I'm just, like, just hit play. This is, and just watch the 20 seconds oh, of this video. fucking
1: what it, gross. No, just do it. Like, there's nothing even there yet. Yeah, but the... A world's biggest booger pulled out of nose. Disturbing What is that? I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Look how big it is. Oh that's so fucking gross. <laughs> um I also want to say- That was like, uh, let me just describe.
0: So, wait, you tell everybody what you just watched.
1: It looked like somebody pulled a fucking, like, uh, muscle or an oyster out of somebody's nose. Yeah,
0: it's probably the size of- Let me just see if I can get this for scale. This thing would be- I'm watching it again and again. I'm not even grossed out by this. I'm like, wow. Like, how does that even fit in someone's nose, let alone get pulled out? It looks like the size of a small to medium-sized rock.
1: That that measurement is so... It's
0: like, you know, when you look at your thumb, from the tip of your thumb to the first joint, it's at least that big. Yeah,
1: it's fucking disgusting. In
0: my big man hands.
1: Hello? Wow, live on the pod, interrupted by a crummy car salesman. (laughs) Wait, can he still hear me? Someone just walked into the studio and asked Troy if he wanted to get a... um, this episode, we're like, we're bloody- I know. What a, right. what a horror show Let's this just one's been. Let's get into this, because I don't want to look at that disgusting booger Everyone stuff, go and watch- it's, I'll
0: tell you the name of it. It's called World's Biggest Booger Pulled Out of Nose, and then Disturbing is in Two yeah, no Stars. fucking shit. So go check
1: that out, everybody. Um, that was probably one of the most disgusting things I've seen all year. Very fitting for that You really sucks. think it's that disgusting? It's fucking filthy. How do you not just
0: go like, whoa? I think you just feel with Because awe? it's
1: like all sloppy and like- yeah.
0: And there's a whole channel, and they, they drive a camera up there, too, so you can see, like, what's so going what's on. So, what's your
1: thoughts on horror?
0: Um, not a big fan.
1: I've got to get out of there quick, eh? Hey?
0: <laughs> yeah. Horror- Horror movies, horror
1: movies. What's, horror you, movies.
0: what's your vibe? Um, yeah, not really for me, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, when I was I younger, like I, thought I, I thought I really liked them. Do you, you know, there's, like, some people, they like to make horror movies their whole personality.
1: Yeah, kind of like how people some people like to make metal music, their whole personality, right? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I thought yeah. that was
0: gonna be me when I was in like when, you, probably like 18, 17. Did you
1: like horror or you really wanted to like horror?
0: Do you know what? I the first horror movie I remember watching, and I'm again not a horror fan, but the the first scary movie I remember watching was Scream when I was probably like nine or ten at a, yeah. a sleepover, and it scared the shit out of me so much. And then I like as a teenager I watched it and I was like, oh, this is kind of okay. But I was I was like legit scared of that stuff and so i tried to get over it by consuming a bunch of it
1: yeah gotcha so Actually, there's some good there's some interesting points on that oh well, fucking good
0: on you mate all right there's interesting points in that dr booger a picker video yeah. but you don't want to go through that as well do you not but really. um that's kind of what i do with horror i don't really seek him out anymore there's stuff like um you know there's that that streaming service shutter yeah yeah i know that's like a big thing now some people are into that but yeah for me it's not really a thing i i heard um on a podcast, a couple of people discussing like one of their new original movies, and it sounded really good. I was like, "I'm just going to read the description of that.
1: I'm just going to read on the Wikipedia re- because re- there's
0: a good twist apparently, and I don't want to watch the movie." So was it? Was it? Was
1: it? Did it pay off?
0: Uh Sure. I mean, the Wikipedia description was lovely. Are you horror? Do you watch horror movies? You don't watch horror. I do.
1: hate horror. Movies you hate them with a passion. I do just- you really? Fucking so, like, get I'm just here.
0: indifferent to most things, but you legitimately don't like. I just hate don't them.
1: like it. I don't know why. I think I, I have an, an early uh, when I was like younger. You know, sometimes if you're like half asleep and something happens and it like burns into your brain. Yep. I was. I remember being half asleep at home, like when I was a kid, maybe like ten or eleven. Um, it could have it even been later. I just remember. The TV must have turned on and the, it was the Blair Witch Project playing like two oh, in the morning. Yeah. And I must have been like sitting there half asleep, like in that half, you know, half dreaming, just consuming this and then just being like absolutely terrified. And how were like, we? Uh, I would uh, probably, when did it come out? I don't want to be. Came like 98, I reckon. Yeah. So I was probably like 10 or something at the time. And What are you doing up at two o'clock in the morning? I think the TV just turned on. Ooh, spooky. Oh, shit. Spooky. Well, but I, yeah, I just don't like horror the last
0: what's the last scary movie you watched? I could not tell you. Yeah, I can't remember the last one I watched. But I do like watching videos about horror stuff, as in like you know, like oh, this is how they made it.
1: Oh well, there's a lot of there's a lot of this shit in my notes. So actually, the last excited. time I
0: remember seeking out something, oh, I don't even know if it's a horror movie, but like, um, the toxic, the toxic avenger. You remember the toxic avenger? No. Or toxic crusader. One's a cartoon and one's a, a live thing. No, it's uh, toxic avenger. It's like a scary movie where a guy falls into, like, a vat of, like, acid and gets superpowers. This sounds like a
1: family guy thing.
0: <laughs> no, it's like it's kind of like a funny horror thing, but well, it's alright. It's It's worth watching. It's pretty funny.
1: Actually, you know what I was going to say? I, I noted while doing this, I can't stand horror. I don't like it, but I'm more than happy to, like, get super into true crime.
0: Whereas, yeah, which is like, way worse. Yeah,
1: which is just- That is way worse because it, it actually happened, whereas, and it could happen to anybody at any time, yeah. some of the things. Whereas, like- Horror is so far-fetched most of the time. Yeah. I don't get it. But apparently there's three reasons. So, Bustle did this article. Uh, There's three reasons why people like horror. Can you guess them? Um,
0: Sickos. Correct. Uh, They are scared. So, they try to face their fears.
1: The three S's of horror.
0: Three S's of horror. Uh, Scaredy cats. Yep. Uh, So, scared. Sickos. Yep. And um, Sperm. Sperm, sperm. Oh yeah.
1: No, it's um tension, relevance, and unrealism. Oh okay. But um, Wait, where does
0: sickos come into that?
1: Uh that's got to be the um the tension. Ah. No, but you know before you said that you liked um like you thought you you'd try and overdose on horror so that mm. you'd get over it. This article they say some people like the feeling of getting scared. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I guess it's like it activates the fight or flight stuff in you brain um and this doctor said that um dr catherine Brownlow from some ohio university said the experience of your brain calming itself down after watching a scary movie is actually neurochemically very pleasurable that's because the dopamine release related to the rest and digest brain response causes an increased sense of well-being and apparently it feels good to get through something that feels scary or risky Hmm. which i think is what you you were doing right you get through it and be like oh god yeah, I guess so. But it's weird now. Like that
0: was a long time ago uh, when I, I I was trying to seek it out. But now it's like I think I've discussed it before with you, where I really don't like watching anything that makes me feel any sense of anxiety. So like yeah. not scary movies, but like high tension movies. And I remember hearing someone talk about that a long time ago, where they're like, "Oh, they don't want to. They would always read the end of a movie." as before they would watch it or oh. something that's like filled with a lot of tension. Really? Yeah, because they couldn't stand the um that they couldn't stand that
1: feeling when they're watching it. So not necessarily horror but say if it was like wolf, the wolf of Wall Street or something that's there's like lots of just Yeah, tense well I can give you
0: an example and- now like you've watched the show Barry, right? Correct. Yeah. I watched the first season of that show and I really liked it, but the climax of that season
1: with the the, the Well, let's not spoil No, no it, spoiler, it, like it, but it there's, involves a tree.
0: Sure. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that happens at the end of that season and it takes a slightly more dramatic turn from the comedy sort of thing that it lays out at the start. And it made me kind of go like, I don't want to watch the second season of this because really? it's going to make me feel, there's a few shows like that dead to me. Do you remember dead to me? We I never think, watched it. It's That was good. First season of that was really good, but I'm like, oh no, I'm just like, I'm feeling this sense of dread and I don't want to win. I just don't want to feel that. I think I probably will. So
1: many shows have that. They're like Breaking I know. Bad, Dexter. Like some most of the biggest shows of all time have that built into it. If you look at yeah, like and those are also shows list.
0: that I don't like. Interesting. So I don't know, and it's it's not to say that I won't ever go back and watch them for the like the sake of it's good storytelling and all, all that so sort much of stuff. Stuff out there. But when I when I'm presented with the option of like all right, I want to just enjoy myself and sit down and watch something for like an hour. I don't want to pick that thing that's going to make me feel like that. I want to pick the thing that's light and humorous or meaningless like Grey's Anatomy, like we've talked about so many times, <laughs> and Midsummer Murder that I'm watching a lot recently. And you know what else is really good? Last one is Call the Midwife. Oh, my God, that's such a good show. I think I've talked about I it before. My
1: mom, my, my mom watches Call the Midwife. It's
0: not a show for me. <laughs> But it just made it's just a very very good show. I
1: don't want to watch all these top ten greatest shows of all time. I want to watch Call the Midwife.
0: Exactly, you, um, it's pretty good.
1: Have you watched The Office? Like much of The Office? Yeah, I yeah. I've,
0: I, we watched it a, a little while ago. So,
1: yeah. an, an episode like Scott's Tots mm-hmm. in that situation does that is that is that does that trigger a similar thing of just you being like, nah, fuck, I can't you know deal what? with this.
0: It's different because I do feel like in very um like. That's one that's so cringy, right? Yeah. In hot, in extreme cringy situations, I can't watch the screen. I have to, like, you know, look away. It oh, just, really? Yeah, I can't do it.
1: <laughs> it's really weird. Isn't that, like, half of Dave, though? The TV series, like, Little Dickies TV series, Dave?
0: I mean, some of it, but he tends to always come out. I mean, they all kind of come out on top, but- yeah. Um, his, really.
1: So watching the Office, a lot of the time you're just not looking at the screen.
0: No, the, the Office. There's only there's like a few moments. I think that's one of yeah, them. They're
1: like, yeah. oh no, because some people people can't watch that. I wonder if that's tied to like similar things that horror triggers in people.
0: Yeah, maybe. But again, I don't seek out horror anymore because it doesn't really interest me. I would rather watch um, a video on YouTube about um, somebody plywood. P- somebody picking their nose. Yeah, that too. I did. I, I told you about the plywood videos that I, I watched no. the other day, right?
1: As long as they're, not, how, going, how as long as they're not coming in or out of somebody's orifice, no. is <laughs> I'm fine. Orifices, <laughs> I watched a
0: video last week. I think I told you about this uh, the other week, where it was um, the best drywall screws. So you want to hang something? This is how much tension you can put on a. You overcorrected.
1: Screw. You from being like, I know. I'm, I'm going to love horror to watching like paint dry.
0: What's wrong with me? Like, what is wrong with me that I can't I can't do that stuff? But I'll watch the most boring, unoffensive, inoffensive videos you can imagine. Well, Bro- maybe I'm just a broken person.
1: Hey, hey, you know, I didn't want to say anything, but you're pretty broken. Yeah. All right. well, should we talk about some stuff, uh, shit going wrong around h- horror it, productions? Man. Tell me. I, I. So, if you type in, like, real-life tragedies or horrors, horror mm. movie, there's just so much stuff, and, like, it's hard to decipher a lot of what's real and what's just, like, made up. Mm-hmm. Or, But I think I've, I've, a, lot of, a lot of the stuff I found seemed to be pretty legit. So, um, if I'm wrong, just email us and also... If you want a link to that booger video, email us at that site. No, I've already told
0: them they can go search it.
1: But if you want direct link, if you if you want a, if you want a DL direct link, mm. um, Rosemary's Baby. Have you heard, you know have you seen that or I haven't seen it. I'm aware of it though. 1968. Apparently, it's considered to be the most cursed hit movie ever. <laughs> so there's a few incidents around it. The film's composer, he was. I love this in a lot of articles I read. It was described as roughhousing. He was roughhousing at a party. Uh, and he fell off a cliff like a rocky cliff and he oh he went into a coma for 4 months before dying wow and um variety pointed out that his death had similarities to a death in the the book the film was based on hmm. and then another in 1969 uh, producer William Castle got kidney stones and almost died uh, and this is like all within you know a year of the film coming out these mm-hmm. two things same year the director Roman Polanski um he was married to Sharon Tate mm-hmm. actor Sharon Tate who was murdered by the, man, the Manson family? Uh, and
0: w- are you sure that's not what happened in that Quentin Tarantino oh. movie?
1: <laughs> I was like, I've already, you were, I was like, I've already been fucking caught out. Um, and she was pregnant. Way to spoil the end of that movie as well. You're like, I don't want to spoil Barry, but I'll. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's, thoughts. You know, it's cursed. No, because curses aren't real. Yeah, I just it just seems like a bunch of coincidences, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's like it's easy. It'd be like if this happened around a comedy film, you'd be like. That's unfortunate. Not like, ooh, ooh.
0: Yeah, it's like all the stuff that happened with the people that found um, King Tutankhamen's or Pharaoh, you know, King Tut's fucking oh, yeah, tomb and they and all, and they all died sick and sick and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's like, all just
1: coincidence.
0: Like, like, probably more likely coincidence, but, you know, people can believe what they want to, I suppose.
1: Um, this, this next stuff, so The Exorcist, the exorcist have you seen that? 1973? No, I never
0: exorcist? saw The Exorcist.
1: Yeah, Nah. I think a lot of those those older films, uh, they were probably pretty important and influential, but they just seem kind of corny and stupid now, if you look at, like, clips and stuff.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think it's still- uh, I've heard people talk about seeing it at the time and what it meant to them, like, how terrified they were. Um, Pendulette's got a really good story about it. Oh, really? Yeah, he talked about how he just about, like, died. Like, someone- Kind of spooked him the the same night he saw the the um the show and he like I think he just about jumped off a staircase or something.
1: Oh, apparently um. So sc- when the film came out, Screenrant um noted that there was because people weren't used to strobe effects and mm. um a lot of gore in movies. There was people like throwing up and passing out in movie theaters, and they mm. were handing out spew bags as you That's went funny. in. And there was also reports of people being like wheeled out on um you know like stretches and or carried out on stretches. That's like the first time people saw uh,
0: movies. You've heard
1: that story, right? No. Oh,
0: it's like the, f- the first movie theatre when people were able to s- watch film en masse, um, there was a-, a shot of a train driving towards the audience <laughs> and a bunch of people started screaming because they've never seen anything like that before and running out of the theatre and thinking they were going to die. So, you can understand it. Like, if it's so... It's so new, and yeah. We're so desensitized to everything like that now. Well,
1: That's like I gave my dad a VR headset, and he put it. it this, this there was this horror thing he watched, and he was like, "Ah, ah, yeah." That's <laughs> a, that shit's really
0: scary, man. The, the um, Resident Evil one. Have you done that? Uh, nah, oh, it's, maybe maybe it was it's on PS4, Resident but it's like you're um, you're sitting in a chair, and there's like just a I don't know. Someone's like kind of running around the fucking room.
1: Yeah, that's the, the horror. There is some horror VR games I've played that are just. I should have brought mine here and had you play it while we were recording. Didn't we watch that so video of it? Fu- that guy, is yeah. like, ma'am, no, man, ma'am, please come back, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got a lot of good videos. Um, yeah, I don't like. I don't want to
0: experience that. It's, it's
1: freaky as shit. It's probably worse in VR as well because that's yeah. a whole other form of just being in, immersed in it. Um, so back on the like, so the Exorcist when it came out. This this uh this author and critic named Richard Krauss who's like written about horror and stuff in the past. I'm speaking to CNN. He said somebody sued Warner Brothers because they were so overwhelmed by the movie they passed out, hit their head on the seat in front of them and broke their jaw. Oh god! And apparently Warner Brothers settled with them, so they oh. gave them some cash. Um, someone attacked the screen in San Francisco because they thought they were evil spirits inside the screen. Uh, those stories played played out over months and months and turned this movie into something we're still talking about, like decades later. So, yeah. But I, I can't imagine anything coming out today that would have such a- I think also because that was very- well, it was 70s and it was to do with like religion and possession and yeah. so that triggered a lot of stuff, but I can't imagine something coming out today and having such a widespread kind of reaction.
0: Yeah, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, it's- um, People were stupid. And we, we have the internet too, so it's hard to not spoil these things.
1: Yeah, yeah. You Plus know, also like- I guess people aren't as religious now, so they're not thinking like the, the little girl who, um, what's her name? Um, Linda Blair. She, mm-hmm. she she played Reagan McNeil, Reagan or Reagan McNeil, like the possessed little girl mm-hmm. in, in the film. Um, she was getting like death threats after it came out mm-hmm. because like religious fanatics and stuff were like, duh. and she yeah. had to get um bodyguards because of it.
0: Yeah, I'm more scared of those people than I am of the, of the movies.
1: Speaking of that actor. So, I want to send you a video in a second, mm-hmm. but because, you know, she's playing a character that's possessed, and there's lots of, like, really kind of jolted movements that go with that, and kind of throwing your body around in weird, like, poses and stuff. There was a, There's a scene where she's on, on the bed, and she's got this mechanical device, like, thrashing her around, so she's being, like, sat up really quick, and then thrown back down the bed, like, over and over, and mm-hmm. she's, she's like, tied <coughs> to this machine, but... um. There's one take where, uh, like, the lacing securing into the thing came loose, and um, I'll send you a clip to. Oh Jesus! Oh, is she crying? She is too. Yeah. So she was like, she's throwing her back and forth, back oh, and forth. That's brutal. And she's like, she's she's like screaming, but they thought she was acting.
0: But they left that in the movie too.
1: That's the fi- yeah. They, that's the final cut they used. Mm. Um, what do, what, do, what do you think the end result of that sort of? Well, that's like was? I don't know, Whiplash maybe. She suffered a, um, a fracture to her lower spine, oh. and they didn't even send her to the hospital.
0: Oh, no. And then
1: um, they used that in the final film, and then years later, she got scoliosis because of it.
0: You know, not surprising, unfortunately. It's just like, and particularly in 1970s, you, they didn't think yeah. of or care about this stuff whatsoever. So, it's sort of like, like-
1: Yeah, she'll be right.
0: Yeah. No, she'll be fine. They didn't have the technology to make it safe.
1: There's another one, um, Ellen Burstein. Ber- she played the the mother- in the mm-hmm. film, and um, she suffered a permanent back injury while filming. Oh, like, God. So, there's two actors, major actors in this film that, that left with permanent injuries. There's a scene where she gets like pushed over violently on the floor, and how they did that was they had this rig around her waist with like a wire attached to the back, and somebody would be standing on the other side of the wall, and they'd yank a cable- like, really violently. So, she should be pulled back. So, it look like she's been pushed really hard. God. Um, uh, they, like, so, they did one take and it was, like, really good. And the director's like, no, nah, nah, no, we need to do one more. We have to do one more and I'll send you a video of that, uh, that take. Oh, God. She looks like she's in a lot of pain, right? Yeah,
0: she's, like, screaming bloody murder. Probably. Yeah, and
1: the director's like, go get a close-up. Yeah, like in, in that clip you said, she's like, the director's like, go get a close up. And then she's yep. like, get the fucking camera away from me. <laughs> she suffered like a really bad um, tailbone injury. All oh, right, But I guess it could have been way
0: worse. I mean, in her defense, uh, I watched that Movies That Made Us show. Do you, have you watched that on Netflix? No. Uh, it's like, you know, doc- little documentaries about famous movies. For example, Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. And they talked about the um, massive storm that hit Hawaii as they were filming. And it was like, oh, this is going to be devastating for the, the island. And um, everyone like was battening down the hatches sort of thing. And Spielberg's like, all right, get some cameras. We're going to go out and shoot this so we can put it in the movie. <laughs> Did it make it into
1: the final cut? I think
0: so. Yeah. Like some, like those parts of the movies are like from the storm that just happened to be there on the day. It's crazy. Jesus. Have, those- yeah, but I
1: think we talked about this on our like onset injuries episode because a lot of those injuries were included in the final cut. Mm-hmm. It's you, you got to wonder, like, if the actors had to approve that or if they had no say in it or, like, if they wanted it in there. I
0: mean, I think the actors have no say, really.
1: Yeah. They probably- Especially s- back in the 70s, like-
0: Yeah, well, probably even now, it's like, well, that's the best take. That's the one that you're going to use. And also, we probably talked about it, but it's like, would you want that in there, really, in uh, in a positive way to be like, well, I did really hurt myself for this take. So, I suppose it kind of makes it- justifies it in a way.
1: It makes it real- yeah uh, so it's kind of like yeah it makes it worthwhile like it's not like that was all for nothing exactly I mean now you just be like alright fuck we're gonna have to deal with the lawsuit here exactly Um, we we won't be able to use this in the final cut because otherwise it's a bit hypocritical if they're like I want money but you can still use (laughs) I don't know yeah
0: exactly it's exactly the way I feel when I uh, think about ad breaks
1: are you fucking kidding me I was just about to that that was spooky spooky (laughs) don't do that We'll be right back. We're going to go watch some disgusting booger videos, and we'll be right back. You know what sucks? What? The NRL. That's a hot take. That's not the only take. And you know what doesn't suck? Tell me. The take with Willie Mason on the Handshake Agency
0: Network. That's right. Ex-NRL and Australian international player Willie Mason discusses all
1: things rugby league. You don't have to be a fan of the sport to get sucked into the podcast. But don't just take our word for it. Head over to thepodcasts.com.au now and listen for yourself. And we're back. We are back. I didn't gag that time. Oh. I almost vomited when I watched that video before. Did you actually? Yes. You're so weak. It's so disgusting. Just, just do it. It's so disgusting. I, I I've, I've read about murders, people being permanently injured, and all kinds of other things in this research. When uh, it took you the whole of five minutes to make me gag. Right back, t- back to the good stuff. The Omen, 1976. All this shits from the 70s. Mm. I'm not surprised people are getting hurt. Like we talked about on the onset injuries episode as well. Twilight Zone, how there was that helicopter crash, and um, in that movie there was two children killed, and Mm -hmm. I think like the lead actor got decapitated. So all like you know, decades ago, safety protocols weren't really there. But there's this there's this scene in The Omen where they're like there's these Rottweilers attacking this character in a cemetery. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they have like a like a stunt man doing all the fight scenes with these dogs. But the dogs bit through all the protective material. I don't think he was like injured. But the problem with that was, after that, rot rotweilers, what rot Rottweilers? Rottweilers? How do you? Yes, yeah, it's about about right. It'll do. It'll do. Um, they ever since then they've been known as these like vicious dogs. So oh that right, movie, okay. Like really, kind of set them up to be like.
0: But monsters. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't know yeah. that.
1: Leave the dogs out of this.
0: Yeah, it's like piranhas are actually like very harmless.
1: Are they really? I don't. That's know. not Pro- what uh, Piranha not. 3D taught me.
0: I know. I didn't I, see that movie. I
1: didn't either. It Looks terrible.
0: Yeah, but uh,
1: I, I heard it was okay. Piranha is, is that, that what's called? Piranhas three D or Piranha three D?
0: I think so. Yeah, I think it's like it's a horror movie, but it's kind of like a you know
1: a piranhas. Do piranhas will we're not doing. eat like nibble your arm off. Like
0: I don't know. I think they eat flesh, but I don't know if they eat like a live Why, human being. Yeah, or
1: if you just swat them away. Yeah, because I I remember that from like cartoons growing up. Mm. That was always the thing, right? It was video in, games too. In, yeah, yeah, right.
0: You know, quicksand's not real?
1: I kind of had the, a vibe it wasn't, but I don't know where I heard that. Oh, you got that. a vibe that it wasn't? I, uh, yeah, I just it, it kind of came to me in a dream. Yeah. No, I, um, I saw um, uh, someone posted on socials being like, when I was young, I thought quicksand was going to be a, a greater problem for me <laughs> in my yeah. older life than it, was,
0: it is. Can I just quickly tell you, I saw a guy at the zoo the other day wearing a good vibe shirt, and oh, he was yeah. just like berating his kid for like fucking up their lunch.
1: What do you mean? They fucked the lunch up.
0: I just like, he dropped the lunch everywhere. But the his, kid did. Yeah, the kid did. But the, the dad in the like good vibe shit was like, just yelling at him. It was so funny. Uh,
1: I go, I don't know where to go after that. That's great. If you know that guy, send yep. us an email. That, also from that movie, uh, similar to life imitating art. Mm-hmm. You know, that guy who fell off the cliff in the other- other film. Um, after it was completed, the special effects director, John Richardson, and his assistant were in this car crash, and the dude got decapitated. Oh! Yeah, which apparently uh, echoes one of the film's more, like, gory scenes.
0: Wow. So, that film, you might say, was somewhat of an omen.
1: You could say that. I wouldn't. You did. Good for you. Thank you. Decapitation's pretty brutal, though. More people died around the poltergeist. mm have you seen that? No. That that and The Exorcist seem to be like. Don't ask two. me if I've seen any of these movies because right, the answer just is just going to be no. no. Have it, okay, right now record a no, and then we'll paste it in it. We, you, you can paste no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that's so much work. <laughs> it would be hilarious, but whatever. So two major actors died, uh, not during filming, but like around mm-hmm. the production. The little girl, um, the uh, like Heather O'Rourke was the actor. She played Carol Ann Freeling. Um, so she was six when the film came out and then she got sick in 1987, was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, got sick a year later and was told she had the flu. And then the next day she had a heart attack.
0: Wow. That's terrible. She was
1: 12 and then she had like an operation to correct a bowel obstruction and they were like, oh yeah, it turns out, um, she actually has like congenital intestinal abnormality. Oh, not just like Crohn's and the flu. Wow. That's terrible. It's actually, it's, 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 super sad. I think it's also kind of worse. People try and be like, "Ooh, because of the poltergeist." Like, it's a you fucking know,
0: movie. Like, don't say it's that. It's nothing to do it's with just the unfortunate nature of being a human being.
1: Yeah, and how many know? horror movies are there that also goes back to the fact it was the eighties and like mm. medicine wasn't as good. So of course people are going to be misdiagnosed more often. And
0: yeah, I mean people are misdiagnosed now. It's unfortunate yeah. act of medicine. You do the best you can, but you can't. You can't know everything. So.
1: Poor girl. Dominic Dune. Dune? 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 She played played the uh, original older sister in the series Mm -hmm. um, named Dana Freeling. And um, she died in 82. So, that was like the same year the film came out. She'd separated from her partner. He rocked up to her house and was like begging to get back together. And she was like, nah. And then he choked her to death. Oh. So, again- People are like, ooh, the film. It's like, no, some people are just fucking... That's sad. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't tie it to the film.
0: No, it's just an unfortunate coincidence. I mean, Orson Welles died while he was uh, doing the Transformers movie in 1986. His character, Unicron, oh. dies at the end. Wait, what? Well, <laughs> what else do you
1: want? I think I, I, that's pretty self-explanatory. Oh, I didn't really... It's all Transformers. It kind of went over my head. Orson Welles... Yeah.
0: You know Orson Welles?
1: Yes. I, yes. I do now. No, no, no. Go on. Go
0: yeah, on. The actor um, was voice. His last acting role was as Unicron, the big evil uh, sp- uh, plan- uh, planet devouring transformer from the 1986 Transformers movie. Um, he died midway filming, uh, shooting, uh, recording his voice over for that, um, that movie.
1: How'd they finish it?
0: I think Lennon Nimoy did an impersonation of him. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was only a few lines. Like, it wasn't in the middle. It was literally a few lines left. Yeah. But um, but do you think that's foreshadowing because he died?
1: No. If if it was a horror film, people would be talking Look, about A lot it. of people It'd died. On these lists. A lot of robots died in Transformers 1986. I, I I was trying to- It's so hard when you try and find anything outside of the genre of horror in this same kind of arena. Like- because you look up a co- behind the scenes comedy tragedies and there's like tragedies that turned into comedies and, you know, like comedy films with a tragic ending. There's no, nobody's specifically going out and looking for all the tragedies surrounding productions of like dramas yeah. or comedies, whereas like horror is like an easy like, ooh, kind of go-to. Um, can you can you give me one of these? Can you give me one of these edits? Have you seen 2012's The Possession? Uh No. Oh, just paste you. <laughs> Fuck it. Yes. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I mean, like, just paste you saying no from a previous... Oh, no. Marvelous. I will hear that in post. <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who he's like Negan in The Walking Dead <laughs> Mate. and Supernatural. You know him. Do you know him? Yeah. He's oh, yeah. Danny
0: from Grey's Anatomy. Are you kidding
1: me? Oh, well, there you go. There you go. So, he was talking about some pretty fucking weird stuff happening on the set of that movie. So, he's a skeptic, you know, but mm-hmm. he told Hollywood Reporter... Um, that during uh, filming, lights would just randomly explode. He was like, it happened in the middle of doing key scenes. It didn't happen in between takes or doing scenes that didn't have a big story. And then he also talked about an incident after filming where he said, we had all of our props a couple of days after we finished wrapping. They put everything in storage for if you're going to do reshoots or anything. It burnt to the ground. It was investigated and there were no signs of arson, no electrical fire. Mm. What's your vibe?
0: Uh, I don't know. Probably some sort of coincidence.
1: Yeah, I think for the lights exploding, or mismanagement, it could be uh, fuck for all we know. The lights exploding could be like a producer or someone being like, oi just fuck with them to get like, but be- you know, make it a bit more like." Ooh,
0: I mean, it could just be like bad power. Yeah. Unfortunately, true, it's, true. It's pretty simple. Um,
1: Storage unit again. Perhaps it was like faulty wiring. Maybe they just had really bad electricians. Or again, maybe it was intentional. Like they burnt it down, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we investigated it, and no, nah, no, nah, spooky. More, like, Ooh, you know, for must be the ghosts. Publicity, maybe. Could be, could be. Just because it's a horror doesn't mean it's no spooky. Yeah, mate. Shit happens. The Blair Witch Project stuff. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because that is a case of people. You know, creating all these stories for publicity in a brilliant That was manner. very
0: well done. I, I, gave you, I
1: gave you some homework. Did you do it?
0: I did. I watched the video. But I, I, c- I don't know what you want me to do. Do you want me to summarize it? Or? Tell me.
1: I didn't watch it. I, I know nothing oh, about so this.
0: So you do want me to summarize it.
1: I would love that. Um, you got to ask me if I've seen the movie first. Then. Have you seen it? Only when I was half asleep, but 10 years old. <laughs> it scared the shit out of me. Um, yeah, because it came out in, I think it was 98. 99.
0: It, was it really 99? Probably. No, I'm pretty sure it was 98. All right. Blair Witch, to me, is like categorically a 1998 film. Although, actually, you know what? I think
1: you might if be If you right. know what year it was released, can you shoot us an email? That sucks at thepodcast.com. I'm going to check it out. I'm pretty sure it's 99. Otherwise- Oh, yeah, it is. I think it was shot in 98. Can you imagine, right? If I fucked the year of that movie up in my, my research, everything else before before it is just like, don't believe it. You're, yeah. Um, but go on. So, what? yeah, what? go on. Please, well, Explain.
0: Um, yeah. Well, I think we all know. I mean, Blair Witch Project, it came out in 99, but the entire uh, premise leading up to it, that it, it was sort of- It was probably one of the first found footage movies. Mm. So, it was obviously, like, scripted, and these people weren't lost in the woods and captured by a witch and all this sort of stuff. But they put up a bunch of, like, missing- up As the film was, like, leading up to its release, um, they did a bunch of, like, you know, these, like, missing- Uh, they did a bunch of missing person reports plus that over there as part of the advertising campaign. So it kind of blurred the line between what was reality and what was fiction, Yeah, um, which was really, really clever. And the, I think the film made something, it was made for something like $68,000 and it made $250 million. Oh fuck. So, you know, clever marketing and uh, you obviously don't know how much money was put into that, but if it's just like posters and, you know, it was it was done fairly ad hoc. They had a website, uh, about the the Blair Witch Project. Um, very early days of the internet. We're talking like ninety eight. Oh yeah. I believe the film was uh, released at Sundance and was relatively well reviewed, and the, yeah. the actors did a bunch of, um, you know, press for it at the time. But then it was still a fair few months before it got released, like uh, to an American audience. So that was the time when they just like you know, no interviews with the cast. They just, like, disappeared them, basically. Ah,
1: okay. So, so yeah. yeah.
0: And it worked. And, like, honestly, around that time, it was still- I, I remember it really clearly because I was of the age where I could understand, A, a that it was a movie that I could probably see yeah. if I wanted to, but um, the hype train of this crazy movie in the Blair which Oh, is it real? Is it fake? It was a thing that people talked about a lot at school, you know. I was yeah. 11, 12 years old at the time, so no one knew. And we didn't really have- Not everybody had internet at home to go and look it up immediately. So, yeah, it was just one of those, like-,
1: like that, that, is, that movie is very much a product of its time in that technology's progressed too far in regard to, like, the filming equipment and- the like social media aspect to be able to pull something like this off right on a large scale
0: i mean you could still do you could still do a found footage movie but whether or not you can do it and prank the whole population is it almost story. have to be
1: like yeah i think you're right <coughs> like reddit would figure it out in a day but yeah. you'd almost have to do it like you couldn't don't know if you could necessarily do it with something like supernatural it would almost have to be like a true crime thing that 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 blurs the lines of but then people might oh, be yeah, like that's fucking like insensitive that. and you're making fun of victims for yeah but so
0: I mean, it kind of works in that situation because it is almost a more horror, sci fi ish type of, um, yeah, or supernatural. I suppose um, that's a that's a good point. Um, I think you probably would get into more trouble with anything real, yeah. But um, I think we should definitely still try it. Prank prank the world?
1: Should we? Should we, should we prank the world? Someone's
0: probably already done, doing it on TikTok like right now.
1: I had I had like half a second of being pranked by the new Matrix website.
0: Oh, did you?
1: Yeah. Have you Have you gone on it? I yet? haven't seen it no. Go and look up like the um, Matrix. Here hold on, I'll send you a link to it. Is it what is the matrix.com? Yeah, click on that and watch the watch the um... Are you talking about the time? <laughs> yeah, is that what freaks yeah. you out? Because I was I was just cause it tells you the time. It's like the time is three oh three PM. Everything else is blah blah blah. So, because I was like kind of watching it in the background, it said the time. I looked up and I was like, That's the time. Oh my God. What? And then, and then it took me a second to be like, Okay, that's that's the shtick here. That's yep. they pranked me though. They, oh, they pranked you. They got me. They got me.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, Blair Witch, um, <clears throat> that was cool. The Matrix, yeah. I don't know if I'm that excited about the new movie coming out. I didn't even know they were really making one, but
1: Keanu can't, can't go wrong.
0: Yeah. The first one was good. I think the others were kind of like, not great, so I'm not exactly excited for a, a fourth instalment.
1: What if there's boogers in it? Oh, mate, there's boogers on the
0: internet already. What do I need to wait for a movie to come out and pay like twenty bucks to see it? <laughs> Are you kidding me? What yeah, a waste right. of time!
1: You got me, you got me. Well, anything else to add? Uh, call
0: the midwife. <laughs> Look, if they have if they have an episode of that with boogers, booger pickers, call then the I'm midwife. just you'll never see me again. I just just sit in my couch all day long. I don't know. i there's something going. they do some here. dental surgery oh um no i've got nothing else to add really that that is my that is my personal horror movie that i that i enjoy
1: um now you've seen it we've experienced it together that was disgusting um i I, I appreciate you sharing that with me and the our and our suckers out there all right well um if you like what you've heard go to thepodcast.com.au and listen to all our other episodes although if you're listening to this then just I don't know find the rest of the episodes on that platform but you can go to that website and check out the green room the take rewind lots of great shows they're all good Rate and review us and what's the other thing that people have to do like and subscribe if you know of any bonkers stories from horror films or actually comedy films because I couldn't find any although I didn't look very hard just email the podcasts no wait that sucks at the au. I've got boogers (laughs) in my brain yeah you do uh all right we'll see you next time hey See you uh, after Halloween. Ooh, spooky.
0: Bye. That Sucks is a podcast from the Handshake Agency Network. Presented and produced by Dan Cribb and Troy Neverman. Recorded and engineered by Troy Neverman. Executive producer Craig
1: Turek. Theme music by Dan Cribb and Troy Neverman.